Can you say hard hats, folks? Hard hats, lunch pail, steel to a boot? Anything short of a championship this year is a failure. Look real. at this boomer right here. You've just got so much talent here. Somebody said we need to apologize for Jalen. Can I pull the John? What are we apologizing for? What did we say? What did we do? <laughs> Yeah. We, we we start everything with a little music, Jimmy. We got an intro. Ba-dow, 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 ba-dow. Oh, that's when you know. Now everyone's going to know. Like They're going to be in the kitchen. They're going to hear the intro. They're going to come running into the living room or <laughs> to their bedroom, wherever they watch it. They're going to hear that song. Love yeah. that. They're going to hear... Yeah, yeah. They're going to hear... Hard hat, steel toe boots. And like, oh, God. Oh, my God. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> Get your hard hats. Yeah. That was sweet. That was sweet. Hey. Every great show has a has one of those memorable, you know, intros, right? I didn't, you know, I thought our fans were kind of no frills, so we never bothered uh, spicing it up with a with a with a sexy little intro. But yeah, uh, you know, it's not we, too much. It's not too crazy. But we've you know. got we've got the skills. Also, because of the timing, people have no like we cannot control when you guys pick it up. Meaning, like. It could be three seconds. It could be 12 seconds. Right. There's no, it's impossible to know. It's impossible to know. Every time I yeah. watch the show back, it's like halfway through like our introduction sometimes. So yeah. it's like, that open was paid for by Super Chats. Love. Oh, what? Those are supposed to be going to me. I know. And Blorp, Blorp likes all the frills. Blorp likes all the frills. Just make sure, yeah. John, you don't start that intro too soon because you'll cut me off if you do. I'm going to watch this back after. And if I get cut off, I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah. So a lot of takeaways tonight. A lot of takeaways. Um, a lot of takeaways. This is a um, fun one. This is a fun night to be at the garden, I bet. I'm not there, clearly. But I bet you if you are there, you had a fun time. So I'll ask you this because it's like everybody watching tonight is like, oh, my God. Like, play like this all the time. Like, right? Like, everything is great. B- ball is moving. Yeah, exactly. Bring them in. These are coming in. Ball didn't stick at any point. Everybody making the extra pass, moving it. Multiple pass possessions. You know, that's what was great, too. It wasn't just one or two or run one action, get it to a guy, high pick and roll. You know, he moves, maybe gets it, Um, you know, gets one pass and a kick out, and that's that. It was just fire uh moving the ball around uh all night long i think is that missoula ball john you know i don't even know what a missoula ball anymore is but 31 assists is nothing to sneeze at and the 30th came on that savage ato that joe called when he emptied the bench and then (laughs) runs that friggin lob decada um which was great but uh, i mean all night long every single person you know like Brown played another near perfect game tonight. And again, a classic give the game what it needs. He had three savage dunks. Uh, oh my God. You know, How is this sav- guy questionable? I know. How is he? Que- he didn't look questionable to me. He just wanted, he wanted us to sweat it out a little bit. You know, I think he was multiple, like, take a, yeah. He yeah, he was out. moving great. Savage dunks. One of them I liked after one play, after one dunk, he actually returned. Uh, it won't, it won't go in like the box score. Um, because it wasn't necessarily his, but it's just was part of that dominant. 
No, just part of that dominant first half that he had. He just, I forget who he was guarding, but he really sealed them off baseline, trapped them, had, gave them nowhere to go, and they had to wing a pass to the corner. It went out of mm-hmm. bounds and resulted in another turnover. So he caused a turnover right away, moving his, free, moving his feet great on defense all night. Um, I know they talked about last game like, you know, uh, I need my charger. They talked oh, last God. game, Jimmy, about like, How many you times? know, do less – to 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 achieve yeah, more. Tatum said that like, after the game. Yeah, Tatum said that this is one of those where they did it. I mean, you want to quibble a little bit. Tatum's still the only person out there tonight playing a little bit of iso ball at times. But I also think like he got pinned in some. He played. It was Tatum and four subs for a period of time in the first half. And I think the idea behind those rotations is, hey, so this is where you get to just kind of Tatum. You know. Um, I know he did it with some starters on the floor as well, but I mean, he was ridiculous going to the basket as well. If not for the, if not for the poor shooting threes for both him and Brown tonight, uh, neither one was really knocking them down. I mean, they were getting whatever the hell they wanted all night long. It was unbelievable. I kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm never going to say you're going full screen while I grab the, uh, while I grab my charger. Okay. Okay. I'm still here. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just waiting to go full screen. So don't twist my words around when I say I'm like, how do I say this? So yes, they missed their threes, but I'm glad to see that they were successful and they were, they were like able to contribute to the game by scoring otherwise. And by being aggressive, you know, we talk about Jalen Brown all the time when he gets going, when he gets in motion, he's impossible to stop. And we saw that a couple of times tonight. I mean, Orlando scored at the rim and Jalen Brown was still able to get the ball, dribble down like half the, halfway down the court and, and just throw down that thunderous dunk. So when the threes aren't falling, I feel like in previous years, they would still force them and they would still force them and they would just be one of those awful shooting nights and the Celtics would lose. Tonight, they're able to overcome bad shooting and score in a multitude of different ways, whether it's getting to the line, whether it's being aggressive and driving to the hoop. So... That was what I loved about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's game tonight. It's not that I love to see them miss threes, but I love to see them figure out other ways to be effective. And that was definitely one way. And I and I was wondering because they were Celtics were going to be small tonight. You know, no Horford, no Porzingis, no Cornet. Um, if they were going to rely a little too much on the three pointer and just live and die by it tonight, but they were still effective down low. And I, you know, the Magic aren't. You know, there's no Embiid, uh, there's no you know Lopez on the Magic. Uh, that's going to get in your way down there. But they were able to still play aggressive, move the ball around, and not just force shots up. Um, so I really thought that was a good thing about this game. Um, and, John, I think you're still there somewhere. I can hear you. I'm, I'm kind of here. I'm kind of here. <laughs> Do you hear what I'm I said struggling. or do you want to repeat myself? No, I'm struggling. I just can't find the cord. Um, no, I heard the whole oh, thing. you can't uh, find the cord. No, hey, that's me. Uh, no, the best, and it's not just those guys. One of the cool things was, um, like, they didn't hit threes early. Uh, and, in fact, they didn't even get that many three-point attempts relative to what they liked. That was shoot. my concern, though. I said it earlier. But, no, but what was good about it was um, I, I totally agree butt. with what you said. No, 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 I totally agree with what you said, that they that's normally just keep chucking, you know, yeah. and waiting for it to go in. But instead, they kept moving the ball, it, yeah. creating really good looks, and then eventually they started going down. And that's kind of like plays into that whole, I know the obsession over too many threes versus not enough threes mm-hmm. and like Gary versus Joe and all of that stuff, blah, blah, blah. And it really isn't the case. It's just 
how you go about acquiring them. Are you settling for them or are you working for them? And tonight was one of those um, working for it sort of threes. Uh, yeah, scenarios. I mean, it was great that the bench. So they kept doing it, and all of a sudden, like their percentage went from. Then they were there. All of a sudden, they're shooting forty-five from. They were red yeah. hot, but they just they they were doing the same thing and working for good shots. They just didn't fall in the first half, and they kept working it and working it and working it, and then they got them. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it was. So yeah, um, and and then you had Pritchard and Hauser were still doing their thing off the bench, hitting their threes, which is you know Hauser's been doing it all year. Pritchard needed a good night and got one. Um, he was. You know, hot and again, it, you know, some of that, some of those were with the game out of reach, but not all of them. And so, um, it was good that other guys were able to sort of. You don't want to become too one dimensional, right? So, so the fact that if they're not hitting threes, they're focusing on scoring down low or or being aggressive to the rim, but you still have other guys like Hauser, like Pritchard, who who keep the defenders honest. So you can't cheat on anybody with with the Celtics roster out there because they can score. So, so many different guys can score in so many different ways. So um, that was that was a good thing about yep. that one tonight. It was a good thing about a lot of things tonight. So um, what do you think of uh, Stevens in the starting lineup? So it, how many guys? How many guys in history have started and also been uh, on the floor for Geno time? Garbage minutes because that was Stevens tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he yeah, but that that but you know what? I'm sure he's fine with that. He was, I'm sure he just wants to play, right? So the fact he went yeah. from a DNPCD all year to you know starting and a lot had to happen for it for it to occur. Don't get me wrong, but if if I'm in his position, I'll play I'll play with a thirty point lead. Hell yeah, I'll play totally. With 30. I'll play losing by thirty in that case. Um, right. I mean, here's the thing with him. Um, he, he, like, he looks like a guy that hasn't played much. But it's they all look like guys who haven't played much until, you know, you kind of get what you got out of uh, Brissette tonight. And you're like, oh, look at that. Um, and you you're got some good out stuff right now, out of Stevens. Charger. And I can't – I don't understand where it is. Why um, would it just be with your computer? Like, it should what else normally could you be there. possibly need it for? Well, because sometimes I use the brick for other things, and it's just uh, the cord is missing, and um, and that's huh. that. Yeah. Um, you know, what, is, what did Tatum call him again? Call who? Stevens? No, the crew, like the, the, oh, the get stay ready, ready, stay, stay ready, ready crew. Stay ready crew. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of demo- – it's kind of, you know – you know, disparaging. Uh, I mean, know, what do you want? What, it's just a different name for bench. But it's true, though. I mean, Joe kind of declared it last game. He did when he plant he planted his flag and he's he crowned. Like, yeah. He crowned Cornet part of the rotation, king of the rotation. Cornet coronation. <laughs> there you go. From Joe. Yeah, I used to work at Channel Seven. You know, it's we 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 think in alliteration. Yeah. Um, Cornet coronation. <laughs> um, but. That was it. He's like, these are my nine. So everyone else is like, gonna damn. get in when they get in. You think a couple um, of those guys heard him saying, like, damn, they really gosh, gave it a cornet. He really said me. he really said it. And and damn. and I know, I know we can, immediately get me out of here. I know we can sit and quibble over like Luke, really? <laughs> but like the reality is it, these minutes are gonna come when guys are on load management, when guys get hurt. I don't love the Porzingis reaggravating a calf. That uh, that's not awesome. Here we go. But yeah. um, I, again, you'd rather it happen now than later. Um, 
But the fear is exactly that, Jimmy, that they're so rusty that when they go out there, they can't make any contributions. Stevens knocked down a three tonight. So, like, even two games in, a little bit better. You know, like, they're still goofy. You know, like, you know, sometimes they're having, tr- you know, trouble catching passes in traffic and the speed of the game's a little bit much. And those poor guys get whistled for every every time someone misses a shot on the other end, they get, um, they get whistled for a foul. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Stevens minutes were fine. Um, I mean, granted, he was the only quote unquote starter, not in the plus side tonight. Yeah, and, but you know, he's because he was in the garbage time, though. Yeah, you know, he just he's I mean, he started and he played 14 minutes. You know, he played five right. or so minutes yeah, to he, start five, you know, five or six minutes to start five or six minutes to start the, the second half. And that was it. I mean, at the end of the day, though, I mean, he played less than Brissett. Kada, mm-hmm. Pritchard, and Hauser, all whom came off the bench. So, you know, he put him in there, you know, uh, you know, Joe put him in there for rotations. He's six seven and he's big. And they were keeps, gonna be small, yeah. so they played small. Um, and I don't mind it, you know. I I understand why he did it. He's the only guy with a little bit of beef and athleticism in there. It makes them one thousand percent switchable there. Tatum ended up playing some small ball center. Make some switch um, points, well and you can kind of cover him up a bit. You can kind of hide him a bit too in a lineup like yeah. that. You know, you'd have been really, really, really thin on the bench uh, if you if you just had put you know Hauser. If you just went even smaller and put Hauser in there or something. Anyway, not. I don't even know how you'd do it. You know, they would have been super, super small. So it makes sense. But um, you know, and then and then you had you had Kata give you some good minutes too. Um, a guy that was DNP last night so this is the stay ready it's a definition of stay ready with these guys it's kind of a hodgepodge of 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 bigs here but um they're contributing and this is a good win because i thought this was gonna when i saw the uh, injury report earlier today with you know questionable and out and out i was like this this didn't look promising trending like an l to me i thought brown might not even play um so that would have been a big difference obviously if he didn't play because he was pretty huge in this one but it it's a good win against a team that's that's playing well this year. They're a hot, you know, a hot upstart young team. They've had a lot of success against you recently. And this is a good win to sort of get that monkey off your back a little bit against this magic team. And down you think they got a little too. you think they were getting a little I don't know whether there was chirping from Orlando or not, but you think that like that was a little extra fuel, like uh we gotta we at some point we got these guys these, up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we gotta let these guys know who we are a little bit. Yeah, you know? we gotta, we gotta we gotta stand up for our guy Eddie House here. You know, <laughs> poor Eddie House is you know slinking down in his chair every time the Magic beat the Celtics, thinking that he's the reason. But yeah. it's really not. That, that, that's kind of a wild. That's one of the wildest things I've I, like weird wild things I've heard about <laughs> the Celtics and the Magic is that they're fueled by something that. Eddie House said on on you know an, uh, a basketball analyst said about them on TV. I mean, give me a break. So it was good the Celtics shut him up tonight, and we'll see what happens uh, Sunday. But it. they'll they'll have Horford back, and and you know we'll see about Porzingis too. I don't know how serious that is. Again, they're not going to rush him back, but you hate to see you know play two, sit three, play one, sit one. You know what I mean? You don't you you want to get the consistency in there. He doesn't have to play seventy five games, but. You want them to all get on the same page so that when they are healthy, knock on wood, in the playoffs, they know how to play with each other. And so that's kind they of- do. No, you you do. 
Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action NFL. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including you got spreads, you got your player props, you got over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Yeah, I mean, but the reality is, you know, if you're healthy, they're not playing. So it really is. This is really all you can hope for here. What you were hoping for was one of these guys might like just prove themselves and crack the rotation here. But ultimately, it's just play the guys you need when you need them, you know, sort of games. But it's nice to know, like, it's I, I always thought the bench wasn't as like I actually thought the deep bench this year wasn't as bad as it's been in other years because these guys are professional basketball players on it. You're not it's this isn't a G League shuttle. I just don't know that they're good enough to be rotation players on a championship caliber team. That's not like a fault, but like, I think, I think your Brissett's the starters Banton, are good enough. That's the difference. Your Brissett's Bantons and, and Stevens's are probably getting 15, 18, 20 minutes on 50% of NBA rosters right now, you know, or at least they were last year. I mean, they were, it's just provable. I mean, mm-hmm. Stevens started 50 games. Like, I mean, it's, it's not ridiculous. To think that it's just this team is so yeah they're NBA caliber, caliber guys definitely they're and they're actual NBA caliber players you're not putting in JD Davison you know like in there right. who's like clearly a foray sort of guy and hasn't mm-hmm. quite figured out how to do it um, a lot of people like on Twitter and in the chat yeah. talking about like Celtics finally playing Missoula ball I'm not sure what Missoula ball is but I guess I'm it's not kind either. of this right. <laughs> I guess the principle behind it is move the ball, get a lot of, you know, take take a bunch of threes. But, like, it kind of sort of resembles that hot offensive start from last year. Tonight did, right? It does, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, Jalen Brown, I'll go, just go back to Jalen for a second. He's just got something about the way he starts these games, and he just puts him in puts him in motion, gets him going. So when you say start, like, that's just the first thing that comes to mind. Now – I do still question the bench a little bit, John. I mean, I, and, and again, they're they're getting it done because I'm not going to say the starting lineup is just that good, but it kind of is the case. And but tonight, you didn't have Horford, you didn't have Porzingis. The stars had to play a little bit more. You got to hope and assume that you won't be that thin when the playoffs come. So that that allows you to have a bench that's not, you know, you don't need like you're you're way more top heavy, obviously, on the Celtics team than other teams are, and they might. Other teams might be "quote unquote" deeper, but if the Celtics have six guys that can, you know, on any given night, or or at least five guys on any given night that can just take over a game in some capacity, or in the way that they do, you can get away with having a bench that's maybe 
after eight, it gets to be like, oh, you know, because theoretically they're not going to be playing a whole lot. So I don't worry too much about that. But because at the end of the day, if you're not healthy, and that goes for pretty much any team, if you're not healthy, you're not going to be good enough to win the championship. So yeah. if this team's healthy, I'll put them up against anybody, like one through nine, let's call it, right? And then that ninth guy, like you said on last show, it's kind of like an up for grabs one. Right now it's Cornette, but that could change. I mean, if, if Stevens gets some – uh, opportunity here over the next week or so to show that he can, you know, slide into that role in some capacity, then he might chip in in those minutes. Same with Kata. I mean, I thought he played well in the minutes he got tonight too. Um, you know, some of it was garbage time, but regardless, they're showing that they're able to contribute when put in the position to. So I'm good with that. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's, you know, I, I want it, to, it's so funny. One of the more polarizing guys on the bench one of the more polarizing guys on the team right now is Pritchard um, mm-hmm. because tonight's Peyton Pritchard is like, Oh my God, if he plays like this, they win a championship. But like, you know, other versions of Pritchard is like, this guy sucks. And he's the reason we're not going to win because we have no bench. <laughs> Dude, yeah. He had zero. I mean, kinda, he, had yeah. ze- <laughs> he had zero last game in 14 yeah. minutes. His last four games before tonight, zero six five zero, you know, and it's like oh for five from three and blah blah blah. And when he has those nights where he's a zero, meaning like his contribution is to come in there and like score, you know, You're right. provide some second unit offense. And there's just games where he just does none of it. I mean, and granted, in some it's in limited minutes because he's just, you know, when you have the six starters, sometimes he's just going to play those. 12, 13, 14 minutes. And that's what he's gotten. That's what he got in the two games against Cleveland. But zero points and six points. He only got one shot off last night. Uh, and, you know, was, you know, scored six points, making two threes in 12 minutes uh, the night before, you know, uh, had in the uh, in the uh, tournament loss to uh, Indiana. He was a zero. Again, 0 for 5 from 3. And that guy drives people crazy. Uh, you know, I can't tell right. if he's, uh, you know, which, which guy he is. And, like, you get this version of him, obviously, like, but you're just not. You're not going to get a guy who comes out and knocks six out of seven three pointers down every game. But when you do, it's ridiculous. Well, I think when you, I guess that you could say that the knock on him. I get I mean, how reliable can you can you say he is right now? He's not, right? And you know what he's capable of. That's why people. That's why he's polarizing because everybody has seen these games and say, "Oh, Pritcoin, yeah." <laughs> everybody has seen these games. They did, didn't um, Drake call him a crypto a crypto dealer or something like that? Yeah. Um, he looks like guess, he looks like a crypto. He looks like a crypto bro. Yeah. Um, everyone knows what he's capable of. It's just can you be consistent in that in that production? And right now, he hasn't been. But you know, a night like tonight gives you a reminder that this is why he's on the team. This is why they signed with that extension. And yeah, oh, crypto scammer. That's what it was. Thank you, Manny, for me and crypto scammer. Um, but yeah, it's hard to make it's hard to make heads or tails out of out of Pritchard. I think with when him when he's out there with Hauser, they do allow you to obviously spread the court. We know Pritchard's. You know he's fast PP out there. He's P party. He's quick, and Hauser is just hitting shots left and right. So when those two guys come in, it's not like oh god, here we go. Um, and Pritchard hasn't maybe been as aggressive shooting it and maybe tonight's good for his confidence where he starts to see a few fall now he's kind of get that feeling back 
shooters need to have, have confidence in themselves, you know, and, and I don't know where he's at with it. He seems like a confident guy. Um, he always says, you know, says the right stuff about confidence and going back to work and trusting himself. And it's gotten him this far in his career where I'm, which I'm sure he's been doubted uh, for most of it. So I don't think he lacks confidence. I just think for whatever reason, you know, that shot hasn't been falling as consistently as it, as it should be. And it, it did tonight. So it's You'll a take patent. It. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a quadruple P tonight. It's a Peyton Pritchard podium performance. Okay. Okay. Pritchard's, Pritchard's going to the podium tonight. That's quadruple something you don't P. normally see. You don't normally see from, uh, from, uh, Colin. Has gave, a super, uh, Colin gave, has a super chat. We got to answer. And Tatum I missed and it. Brown, I, uh, oh, we missed it. It's gone. I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll scroll back on it. Um, so yeah, that's Pritchard. I don't know. Well, uh, like, Colin, what, what else do you expect from him? You know, concerned with Porzingis's. Yes, young cow. I get it. Um, <laughs> we 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 just touched upon it, but I I don't yes, think I, I, I mean I am this, concerned, but yeah. I, but if if where's I mean, the panic meter on it? I mean, if you're expecting him to miss twenty games, this is part of those, and I'd much rather them be in December than you know. April or, you know, heading into the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I mind concerned. I, it's kind of like an ex, slightly expected. I'm, I, I think I'm more like my antennas are up a tiny bit, but I'm not concerned. I'm not at the level of like, I'm worried about it. I'm not concerned or worried. I mean, this isn't the type of, it's a, it's a little bit of a nagging injury. It's not a knee, you know, it's not a shoulder. It's not like uh, he fell on his hand or something. So these types of things, they just need time to heal, basically. And, and it's just rest, I guess. I think if it was the playoffs, I shouldn't say this because I have no idea, but I'm, I'm wondering if it was the playoffs, if, if he would sort of fight through it, um, if it's pain tolerance to an extent. Uh, you know, stretch it out, get some heat on it, get, the, get in the trainer's room tomorrow and work it out. I'm not concerned about it yet. I think we yeah. all expected these these games to happen. I'll say this. It didn't matter. Horford should have been in uniform tonight. If you know if 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 Porzingis is doubtful and um Cornet's out and like yeah, I can't know figure it, that out either. Just just get in there for 12. I mean, is he going to break if he plays one back to back? No. It didn't matter. It didn't. It didn't matter. They survived. And I honestly, I'm a you know me. I'm a pro load management guy. I don't give a crap. Rest guys. When you th if you think it's going to save you, that's fine. I I'm surprised they didn't find a way to sneak him in there tonight. But it didn't matter. Um, you know, end of the day. But you know, it's you'd you know, think they could have at least started. I mean, Stevens played 14 minutes. You tell me Horford couldn't have played 14 minutes. I just think you're hanging everyone else you out know? to dry a little bit. That's all. And it's just right. making it harder. I know the young bucks can handle it a little bit better, but all things being equal, I'd rather just see, uh, you know, see him kind of, you know, got out a few minutes here. Uh, we'll bring in our man, Joe Sway Pavone coming fresh off the podium. Uh, oh, it's good. Uh, oh, it's yeah. good. Man, I don't got the same backdrop this time, which I found out, which I should have known the last time. Uh, it was because it was a back-to-back. -back, so. so, um, <laughs> 
So it's gone. But I'm thinking Cleveland forgot about it. But that's why they had it in the background. I was hoping we had the same uh, treatment. But I'm still loving these lights. So that's why I picked this spot. What's you look good, man. You look great. The lighting is uh, really working for uh, you. Anything out of the locker room we're talking me. about? Uh, nothing yet. Just uh, Joe Mazzula uh, gushing over uh, hustle plays, blocks, uh, the, the third unit production, as he put it. Well, he didn't say quite say it that way, but he – called these guys sort of that third unit where they have to be ready when the names are called like you how, yeah how many more shitty nicknames are they going to give these poor dudes the the stay ready gang the third unit oh my god give them a give them a good nickname yeah is my mic too loud what's going on stay, oh, it, stay. Al- it always is oh thanks for telling me guys this was up. all right <laughs> damn as if as if my as if i don't have the deepest voice out of this whole show all right how's that better whoa uh, it's, Let her uh, it's about the same. <laughs> is it really? You're fine. Don't worry about it. But no, I mean, pretty much what he was saying is that, um, and the way I saw this game was it, it gave me those, that old way team vibes when it's like, okay, if, if, if Kevin or Paul's not playing or someone in the backcourt is out, you knew you're going to get a, a solid game out of Leon Poe. Has he played in a week or two? No, but he's ready because that's what this team's about. That's that's the culture. I saw a glimpse of that. Now, I don't, I'm not going to go out and say, like, oh, this team – for sure, championship teams because they they the way they took care of the Orlando Magic, but it's that type of mindset that championship caliber teams have, right? Where it doesn't matter. And uh, Joe Mazzulla turning to his to his leaders, uh, Drew, Derek, Tatum, and Brown. He's like those are the guys that help hold guys responsible, you know, and, and make sure that when they're ready, when their name is called, that they're going to be ready, and and they're fitting a system as opposed to like oh they're shorthanded, something's going to really. Uh, you know, it's going to be a tough one for them. No, it was just all about the system. And it didn't matter who was coming, you know, off the bench or who was getting the big minutes. I mean, you got someone scoring in double figures who barely plays, who some people were wondering if he was going to ever play. And that's Lamar Stevens. I mean, he, here it is, right? The double-digit uh, uh, production that some people think that it could have – this could be the norm if he gets more of an opportunity. But it didn't really matter because he, he was ready for, for that opportunity. And he stepped up. And, and look, you got the 20-point lead. You, you got a, a comfortable – that, that, that comfortable cushion throughout that second half. I mean, the Orlando Magic were arguing with each other. That's how you really know they're frustrated, right? <laughs> like, no, I thought you had Tatum. No, I thought you had him. Like, in the middle of the timeout, it was sloppy, guys. Like, it got to the point where you just knew there was no way these guys could muster up a comeback. And the Celtics never, never gave up, really. Yep. I um, I have a little bit of um, – uh, what's his name? Get some sound. I have a little bit of, I have a little bit of Joe, uh, particularly gushing – over uh, third unit specialist O'Shea Brissett. Third unit. Had by far um, his most effective minutes of the oh, season. Bobby tonight. must be excited. They hadn't played in three weeks, I think, uh, before tonight. Uh, what kind of lift did he give you, and what can you kind of say about his professionalism? The, O'Shea? Yeah, O'Shea, to kind of stay ready. Even I keep reminding him we signed him because he hit six threes against us in a game when we chose to put the five on him. And so um, I've, he's been in this league. He's played on good teams. He's been coached like he's just a professional. And so uh, it goes back to just the work that uh, he puts in every day, that I have no hesitation of going with any of those guys on any day because I see what they do daily. And so you almost want opportunities like this to affirm their, their work ethic and their professionalism. And O'Shea, you know, we talk just about every day, and I just appreciate his maturity. And I thought he played great. There you go. Yeah, man, he was doing a lot of the, uh, a lot of the dirty work, you know, in his, in his hands dirty. Did that thumb just? Did I yeah, put how, the thumb on there? How did, did you that? do that? Whoa! <laughs> I didn't. It's magic. Yo, someone who was it? Um, 
It was actually, you know what? It was Stephen A. Smith. He did it during during the Central Maxwell podcast, and I was like, "How do you do that? I've never seen that before." Yeah, I don't think I did it. There's no way that's happening by me. You did it. Yes, you you hit something. Do it. Do it right now. Do it again. No, it's not. Someone's yeah. messing with me. They're gonna. And Amit's and, and no right too. That was on Zoom, so I don't know how it happened. No here. one's like, messing with you, bro. You did that. Amit, Amit, sorry too. That was no one's magic. messing with you, bro. Um, so let's give. I want. Let's run through it a little bit. Oh, it's a mystery. Okay, I thought someone was. Do it again. No, don't be moving it. You got. You got to keep it still. There you go. Yo, that's weird. In the camera. The first time it happened, it was on another platform. That was Zoom. I don't get it at all. That is really. So, weird, what's actually. funny is like somebody that's in the like chat AI clearly shit. knows what's going on. And they're like, dude, you idiots, it's this. You know, I've been looking for the best deal on Celtics tickets. And with over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including concerts, sports festivals, and more. With the NFL, NBA, and NHL seasons of full swing, you don't want to miss out. SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Plus, artists like Travis Scott are on tour. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10, so look for the green dots. Green means good and red means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. So as you know, I always come through for you guys. You can use my code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you check the link in the description to download the app. Yeah. Love it. Gary rolled. Yes. Tangwade. It wasn't, it wasn't Tangwade in a bad way. It was no, just I know. Tangwade. It was an actual um, commercial. So, I, 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 there were a lot of great individual performances tonight. I think we want to run through a couple of them as well. But I want to ask you, Joe Sway, first, the thing we talked about at the top of the show. Like, you know, what possessed the Celtics to play the style of basketball they played tonight? Did they just lean into, hey, we're small, so we got to play fast to play with such pace? But it wasn't just the pace they played with. It was the movement in the half court, you know, a lot of passes per possession, uh, you know, working it around, you know, for best shots. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think got into them? Like, you know, every time, like, we're critical, people are critical of the Celtics, it usually has to do with, you know, too much iso ball, stagnation, walking it up, you know, playing a little bit slow. Uh, and, it, you know, it can be frustrating to watch at times, but then when you see them move it like this and have the success that they had, you're like, wow, this is great. Do this all the time. Yeah. Like, what do you think got into them tonight that made them do that? And also, like, why don't they do it more often? I kind of put it on Twitter, like, oh, my God, play like this all the time. And yeah. people are like, that's unrealistic. I'm like, I don't know why that's unrealistic. I think balls to the wall, 82, you know, 82 games of like insane defensive pressure from all of your stars and max effort, four quarters a game, diving on the floor and this and that. I think that's unrealistic during yeah. the regular season. I don't think moving the basketball and playing a cohesive team brand of, of, of offensive basketball is, is that challenging um, to do it in a game. I just, just think it's a matter of buy-in. And like the thing Tatum said the other night about like, we if we all do a little less, that's going to, we're going to do more. Like, 
this was another like this was a prime example of that. You know, like right. you look at Brown, yeah. eighteen points tonight, one of his best games of the season. You know, it had nothing right. to do with how many he put in the basket. Like, are they getting it? Right. Uh, you know what, John? I don't think that's unrealistic. I, I honestly think they look at their opponent. They, they look at what happened last time. And yeah, being shorthanded is one of those games where you're like, we have to really just buy into the system. And I think we'll be okay. And then the way they came out in that first quarter, it was evident. I mean, Orlando had a quick lead to start, and then all of a sudden they just sort of just snapped into focus. And and that was the type of pressure that I feel like they had to apply over and over again when they were down in Orlando. And we just didn't see that. But you look back, that wasn't the same team that we're seeing now, at least in this past week or so, ever since they've been eliminated from the end season tournament. I've seen a newfound focus in these guys. And what Joe Mazzula was saying about the leaders and, and not only Tatum and Brown, but Drew and, uh, and Derek especially, um, I, I think that's, that's true. I mean, look, when – Guys are out, like I said from the top, you know, other guys step in. Like, that's what great teams do. And I think because of this personnel, because of uh, the way they've been rolling of late, and again, what happened in Orlando, they knew, okay, look, we, we got to put forth this type of effort. You know, the bigs are going to protect the rim. They're quick. You know, uh, one of the plays in that first half that really stood out to me was uh, Jalen Brown uh, finishing with the with the loud dunk on one end and having enough, you know, gas to run all the way back and then block uh, – uh, what's his name? Bizate, uh at the rim, I think it was. Like that's incredible. I mean, those are the type of plays that you're you're not only setting the example, but guys are going to buy into that naturally. And especially when you have such a talented group, you know, such a talented team. Uh, when guys are out, other people can just you can plug them right in. I mean, Peyton Pritchard, man, he was just he was on fire right off the bench, right off the off the jump, right? Two back back to back threes. You know, yeah. Can you can, can is that unrealistic to rely on Pritchard to score six seven threes and you know, on a nightly basis. Yeah, absolutely. But when, when he needed, when the Celtics needed him, you know, or just guys in particular off the bench to really step up because they're shorthanded, they did. And I think that uh, Joe Mazzula is confident that this type of thing can happen on a regular basis uh, because he has a, a, a deeper team than some people uh, like to think, you know, I, I think a lot of the times um, he really is relying on guys just sticking with the system and the rest of the rest is going to figure itself out. And I think tonight was a great example of that. Yeah. You know, right, Jimmy? Facts, my dog. Oh, damn it, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy checked out both. No. Jimmy's like, should I grow a beard? <laughs> I just shaved, actually. Thank you very much. <laughs> Maybe I should tan. Damn. You think about that <laughs> I'm just reading the comments. Yeah, Jimmy, somebody said Jimmy's a 10 on the whiteness scale. Yeah, I'm thinking about hitting the tanning, uh, tanning booth now. But no. Yeah. I'm with Joe Sway. Listen, I want that get to you. I've been listening to Joe Sway's. Joe Sway preach. I think he's saying some of the similar things that we said earlier in the show, John. So I don't want to repeat myself again, but this team is starting to get, and, and Jalen Brown, uh, sorry, Jason Tatum alluded to it yesterday. They're starting to get more comfortable in their roles and understanding what they need to do and what they need to do to get their teammates comfortable in their roles. They're working together, moving the ball. And I thought Derek White tonight was really, we haven't even mentioned Derek White. And again, he just had one of those great Derek White nights where he was kind of like the connector out there. You know, you had Tatum doing his thing, Brown effective without having to score 30 points. And I thought Derek White was just an all-around complete game performance from him. So those guys are starting to get a little bit more acclimated and a little bit more in tune with one another out there. And I'll tell you what, Derek White is becoming – he's going to be a, a like a, a – a, borderline household name in around the NBA world soon enough. I think he, got, couldn't, even the crack, best. he couldn't even crack the hundred the top 100. I would say he's going to be, 
you know, if it wasn't, if the Celtics weren't so stacked, it'd be in the all-star conversation. Derek White's a top 40 player today. Like maybe even higher. He's, he's, you talk about a guy. It is, it's, he's almost perfect right now. Like between perfect players. No, it's ridiculous though. Like when he has it, he's constantly moving and his shot. Now that he's so confident in his shot, he can shoot it at any time. Uh, you know, you know, pull-ups, just walk, walking up, stepping right into it. Um, you know, when he gets his little floater game going, terrific. But he's so friggin' ridiculous on defense. Like, he's one of the best both team defenders and individual on-ball defenders uh, in the NBA. I think all defense is locked again for him right now. Yeah. He's such a – he must be the biggest pain in the ass to play against. Like – Oh, dude, how many times have I said this? It's, He's it's nonstop with him. He's yeah. freaking relentless. When we talk about like, oh, you can't expect the stars to play like this every game. Derek White plays like this every game. What I've been saying is yeah. if you're an opposing team, you're looking at the schedule, you're looking at the week ahead, you see the Celtics. If you're a guard on the other team, you're just shaking your head like, damn it. Like, I don't want to have to play against Holiday and White. Like, they're just gonna be nonstop. They're gonna make everything so difficult. And you can't even get the ball across half court without them pestering you if they really want to. So I agree with you completely, John and Josue. I think you said something earlier about it. But these two guys are white specifically. They just bring it. They, there's no off button, right? Yeah. And that's why yeah. with Holiday, you kind of live with the couple of misses here and there because he doesn't he doesn't let up on the defensive end either. I mean, these two guys, when the season started and they were both peak health, and I think Holiday's back to work he needs to be now there wasn't a in my opinion there wasn't a better two-way guard combo in the nba and i, I don't think there is today either i think th- those those are the two toughest guys uh guard wise that you, you have to match up against yeah i mean they were they, they were really uh just That's frustrating orlando's backcourt i feel like you know i just i just think that uh when, when they're locked in the way they are man like it's, it's it's frustrating for the for teams like the orlando magic especially when they're like I felt like in this game, and I know Joe Mazzulla talks about this a lot, being physical and showing that physicality and not getting, you know, uh, beat in that regard. But I felt like today it was like they took it to another level, man. It was like I, I turned to Bobby and I was like, man, you know Joe Mazzulla was saying all that during pregame, but these guys are like – they're dropping like flies. Did you see how many people got hurt from the Orlando yeah. Magic? I mean, Jalen – I'm not saying that this is dirty stuff, right? I just think it was just their approach, you know, to defense yeah. and, 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 you know, so many times where they, they just sort of knew uh, their tendencies, you know? Shit, I mean, even Kata, what was it? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bagazi. Bagazi did like four up fakes. He knew. He's like, okay, here's like one, two, three, four. Bugazzi. There it goes. Slap that ball until, man, like he was so ready for that. And I'm like, these Bugazzi. guys, yeah. They're, yeah. So, they're so patient, <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, Porzingis broke a guy's face yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Man. That's crazy. Uh, kill the guy. When the news came out after the fact, it's just like, oh wow, he was really hurt then. Yeah. Well, I just killed the guy with his with his with his with his with his pitchfork midsection with his torso. But that might be his fault too. Because <laughs> Garland is so, he's too quick for his own good, I guess. He ran right into uh, poor Zinger. Who else? Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, oh, um, when you made that face, I think you're gonna be like, it was, I'm like, no, it was definitely Garland. Don't mess with. <laughs> yeah. No, uh yeah, they are. I mean, the guard play 
who who you can't win without great guard play and they have great guard play like it's 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 unreal yeah. um, i like good guard and again play. even and the, 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 the deeper we get into the uh, the deeper we get into the season, the more I'm just like, man, it's a really good thing that they traded for Drew Holiday. Like, you know, remember that? I mean, it was only uh, what 24 hour debate, I guess, 24 to 48 hour debate. But yes, yeah. it's, it's no question. I mean, this is this is why Brad did what he did. Like, he he had to see this uh, come together and, and and look how look how they're thriving. And they don't even have, need to have like humongous scoring nights. I mean, Drew Holiday, I'm sure is due, but it, that hasn't been the case for him. But he's still he's been just as effective. I the the, best, the good thing about Drew Holiday is like I I'm stunned when I look at the box score and see he either had as many points as he did or as few points as he did. You mm-hmm. know like you know with the exception of a couple games where I was like, "Oh, Holiday was bad." And he did. He had a stretch, you know, 2 3 4 where he didn't look right and he was he was causing team he was he was turning the ball over and you know, I mean and he's had, you know, he's had troubles finishing in and around the rim. Uh, this year, uh, so that's kind of not been great. Um, mm-hmm. Though he's actually been fairly consistent from three, both in terms of catch and shoot and pull up. Um, so, oh, sorry, that's Amit coming in. More sound bites coming down. Um, but yeah, the box score almost doesn't matter just because the impact has to do with a lot of other things that he does. But White legit like does everything. I mean, he can't he can't stop doing everything. Right. Um, it, it, it's it's so freaking impressive. No, it really it's is so man. impressive. It really is. Yeah. And, and then this yeah. uh, the, the the outside shooting. I mean, he can he can do this all day, man. It's like this is just light work for him because again, I mean, I've said this so many times on the show. Like, he just he, he's open a lot of time. You know, I just feel like even even when he's not, he finds certain he 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 knows how to get that shot that he wants. You know, and it's zero hesitation now. Whereas last year, sometimes you saw it's that. It's incredible. Watching yeah. him in year one, and every time compared was, to every, now, sh- every shot he took in in that first year was a great shot, mm-hmm. and none of them went in, none, <laughs> literally none. Now he's doing. Now he's pulling the twenty eight percent. He nothing went in. Now he's and pulling, it was like he's pulling. Poor the guy was in his own head, and then he got the yips, and he didn't want to shoot anymore, and he was passing up shots, and then he, you know, he was he, he was short arming ones in the lane, like he got it. Just every time it was like oh. That's a good shot, and the form looked great. It looks good yeah. coming out of his hand, Jimmy, why do I and feel none like, of them went in. Why do I feel like you're just trying to like, uh, you know, like double down on your t- on your take back then? How you didn't like? Well, because White. we're not doubling down, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy no, I, no. I feel like you're doubling down in the sense of like, no, you guys don't forget. You guys forget he was really, really bad. Like this well, is why Jimmy and I have been firmly <laughs> planted there. Like, oh yeah. He, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. you were both on the same boat. You were on the same boat. You were on the same boat, right? He was firmly planted there. He was. He was. He just. Brutal offensively, he was a zero. Yeah, yeah, he was a zero. A, but a now it's shocking when it doesn't. Like they kick it to him. How many times does Brown or Tatum find him on a kick out, and he's just standing there in the corner, and he t- and you're like, that's going. You know, that one's gonna fall. Yeah. It's just totally different. You're just so confident uh, in that now. It's like, and we also talked about this before. He just to to have the guts to just walk up and just decide like I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one. And I'm going to take it to the basket or I'm just going to step up and, you know, shoot a three early in the clock because they gave it to me. Like that takes balls to do on a team that has as many talented scorers as the Celtics do. And when he does, it never feels like it was the wrong play or the wrong shot. It just never does. It feels like 
oh yeah, no, I get why he took that. And I'm glad that he did, even if it doesn't go in. Mm -hmm. Like there's none of that, like, oh man, we didn't need it. You know, it really is amazing for, for, for someone to do as many things right every single night as, as white does. Yeah, no, no question, man. I just, I just thought you were trying to uh, just, you know, emphasize you him how too. bad he was. He, you know what it is? It's, it's personality too. He doesn't have that superstar mentality. He's not looking to try to get his, he's not trying to, you know, prove to the world that he's an MVP or an all-star. He he knows what he's capable of, of, of doing to help this team. He's proven it already and he plays within himself. And it just so happens that he's extremely heady player out there. High basketball IQ doesn't get too high. Doesn't get too low. Just plays smart basketball and the, the rest of the team benefits from it. So, I mean, he makes things so much. I, I mean, I'm sure the guys on the team would say that he makes things so much easier for them out there because they can trust him. He makes a smart play. He plays hard on both ends of the court. He just does all the right things. So, it, 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 like you said, John, he's playing like a top 40 player right now. It really is. So, Who gets the brownie? Who gets the brownie? We haven't even mentioned Tatum. What's funny is, like, I get – Tatum had a cool 30 tonight, couldn't hit a three, but was devastating going to the basket, played small ball center when they needed him, grabbed six boards, dished out four assists, you know, had an overall solid game. I've got people in my mentions and tweeting at me like, is Tatum ever going to figure it out? Is he ever going to learn? Like, is there anything you saw about Tatum tonight you didn't like? And, no. I, and I will say, I think he was the only guy tonight who forced a shot or two when he didn't need to. I did feel like there was a couple times where he's like, all right, my turn. Um, and, you know, took a couple of ugly ones. But beyond that, what am I missing? Yeah. I mean, nothing really stood out. He did have with, a um, with Tatum? A, a lingering conversation with one of the officials, but that's neither here or there. <laughs> but, no, like, you know what I'm seeing? The, those guys are giving – both Tatum and Brown, I thought, um, especially tonight, gave the ball up quite a bit. With the, you know, with the notion that maybe they get it back and maybe they don't, uh, and didn't really seem to have that much of a problem with it, you know. I like I said, I only found a couple of moments where I thought Tatum was a little bit like, "All right, this one's going up no matter yeah. what." But like right. most of the time, it was decisive, just ripping it and taking guys directly to the basket or working the ball around to other people for a better shot. He had that great play where he he waited in the post back to, back down. Anthony waited for the double to draw kicked it over to the corner for three late in the games. Terrific read. Like, mm -hmm. I just thought – I thought he played a solid game. Yeah. I Unless you don't too. even talk about it. It was such a ho-hum 30. Yeah. I know, I know. Right? There's We're been not a lot right. of those, I feel like. You yeah. know, it's like you just kind of expect a, a stat line kind well, of Well, like he, he's doing I mean, that thing. He's been doing that second half thing, you know. We, we, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how much he has at halftime. He's going he's gonna to go for, like, one of those 12, 13 well, – what was it, last game? But 17-point – quarters whether it's the yeah. third or fourth and um yeah I, I just feel like that's how he he gets to 30 so quickly and getting to the free throw line but he uh what did he do tonight yeah he, he, was... he went six to nine from the free throw line six six to nine. Nine. We, okay. we mentioned it we mentioned start... it off the top john we said how they were able to be effective tatum and brown tonight were able to be effective without hitting threes so tatum goes tatum drops 30 only only hits six free throws uh majority of those points were from the from inside the three-point line. So it's just a different – it's it's nice because it's it's a different way of, of doing it, you know. 
So that's why you, you like it. You don't, again, I said this earlier, you don't like to see somebody, your star player go two of nine, or if Jalen goes over or whatever, but you like to see that they can figure out other ways to yep. score when the shots aren't falling. And that's what I liked about what Tatum did tonight. Bobby, why were the Celtics so good tonight offensively? I mean, we, we know why they were moving the ball great, but like what got into them? Played with great pace, I thought. Got ahead awesome. uh, that that first Brown dunk. Something he's doing often now, and it's always been a part of his game, but getting ahead of the defense, and they have so many good passers to find him cutting to the rim on that back door. Smart used to be great at that, but Holiday's finding him more often there. Horford does it when he plays. Uh, so that was good early. I thought he had another phenomenal start uh, to this game, set a good tone. Tatum was pretty aggressive. Again, forced some stuff in this game, but those two guys set a very aggressive downhill tone. Uh, to this game, and I thought they both passed well in this one. Brown initiating some multi-pass sequences again. This is the second straight game where you saw some nice, lengthy possessions from them. And then you had cutters. I thought Stevens, O'Shea, those guys provided some cutting you don't usually have out there, and I'm thrilled that that's how they approached the game. It was one play um, O'Shea got an assist on out of the corner where you would normally expect him to just launch a three on the kickout, but he you know, stayed patient, passed it to White, and White got downhill for a score on that play. So uh, they were pretty aggressive going downhill in this game. I thought they really challenged the uh, Magic interior, put pressure on the rim, and then they defended fantastic. I, I mean, they were all over Paolo and Franz in this game, and the Magic were just a mess taking care oh, of them. they murdered ball. those guys. Yeah, it, they were an absolute disaster. You forgot he was out there, man. He was so rattled, <laughs> especially the uh, Paul. Both of them. Who, yeah. yeah. Completely forgot. Bobby, what – Um, I heard Jalen Brown had a good presser. What did he have to say? He was, he was campaigning for his all-defense again. Uh, the block. The he center. did it again? Yeah. He said, yeah, that sounded like a skit. Did he really say that? <laughs> someone asked him about his, about his dunks, and he was like, I want to talk about my steals and my blocks. So that was great. That's funny. Yo, but really also, gonna... yeah, just last year we spent campaigning hard for All Star and then All NBA so he could get paid. This year we got to get it. We got to get you. Yeah. I guess I guess Celtics fans out there, you you've been you've been given your marching orders. Start start <laughs> yeah. the campaign. Yeah, yeah. Potential blocks. How many of those tonight? <laughs> you don't two, usually two games after two games in a row. I liked how he played tonight defensively. Yeah, I think he and Tatum are. Oh, selling he's got a vote, guys. Vote. He's got a vote. Oh yeah, he's got one. Um, no, I look again. Uh, uh, this is. I gonna, just don't know what to. This is, I feel like this. someone told him. Just keep talking about ahead, it. And you'll, ahead, you'll, you'll, you'll get on the team. Every time <laughs> I say, "Oh, I'm only gonna," ex I'm just gonna lower my expectations of the rest of his game and just focus on him scoring. He starts to do more other than score, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, so you are capable of being this good at this thing." So now yeah, it's because he's, he's what do finally, you want me? What 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 do you want me to do here? You because he's he's finally realizing when you put effort on that end of the floor, especially for a player of his caliber and the way he plays, the way he scores, the athleticism, he he's most likely going to be the recipient of those easy back baskets on the other end. Efficient Jalen, which was but, a lot a lot of times that was that was the Jalen we were used to as he continued to get better and better year after year. But like, let's let's walk everybody through this analysis process, okay? When Brown has games like this, when he's doing everything, right? Defense, moving the ball, passing the ball, and then everybody who loves Jalen Brown unconditionally all the time says, see, look at all of those things that he did. What are you also saying when you say that? Mm. 
right. that he wasn't doing those right. things before, right. which is what we were pointing there out. There was something different. When we would yeah. say there's so, so when it's when it's better, what does that mean? It was before, you know, yeah. right. worse. So that's mm. kind of the point is if he's capable of those things, if Tatum's capable of those things, you want to see them do them all the time. And when they revert into head down iso ball individual stuff and it's not and, and and they go on those cold stretches where the team doesn't look connected and those guys are then they catch they you know then they catch shit in those in those instances because that's kind of how it goes so if you know they're capable of doing that it's like then do it all the time it's so much right. better that way right yeah as opposed to saying like Oh, just leave the guy alone. Poor guy can't dribble. Poor guy can't pass. <laughs> you know, like that's not. Yeah, that's, that's, if that's not the case, then then the expectation is that. That's kind of the point. That's, that's like the only. That's like the only thing he does bad, guys. Like it's not a big deal. <laughs> Those are the yeah. Jalen heads. That's what they were saying. Right. We yeah. talk about the consistency a lot, and the team's getting more consistent. It's quarter to quarter, game to game. It feels like they've been playing well outside of that indie in-season tournament game for a long time now. Uh, that's their only yeah, loss that, that recently was, of late. So, that had Joey vibes. That did have Joey vibes. I was waiting vibes. for you to answer my rhetorical questions, Joe. I know. That, <laughs> I, I feel like I kind of mum- I kind of mumbled it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought of I thought of Joe immediately. <laughs> so, yeah. I what just love how they're building up leads. But they're building so up funny. leads and not letting them go. Twenty-five. Well, third quarter was game. great tonight, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and. The Magic didn't give up. I mean, they just kept scoring inside, kept pushing the ball, kept shooting. They didn't let up at all, and they kept poking the Celtics, and the Celtics had to respond with some good possessions, and they did in this game. They look so good right now, and they shot well again tonight, so that always helps. But I feel like their process is really good. And, Bobby, we talked about that in terms of process. Like, you have those games where, you know, I said this earlier, but, like, you know, they're not shooting threes well, like they weren't at the beginning of the game, but then they just keep jacking them and hope they go in. But tonight they just kept moving the ball and creating good opportunities. And eventually those opportunities started to fall. So it's really more about how you come about the threes more than actually taking the threes. And tonight was a good example of that. Like you got, you got to the 40 plus that Missoula wants, but they kind of did it the right way. And that was by moving the ball, as you said, multi-pass possessions, uh, you know, passing up a good shot to get a great shot. They did that all night. Did I just disappear? Oh, John, yeah, John's gone. What the hell is going on here? Um, here's JB on defense. Okay. Start the campaign, everybody. Get to your Twitter machines. JB all defense. Start it now. Also, you had a couple dunks that, you know, kind of sparked the crowd, got people hyped. You know, tell us about those. Yeah, I also had a couple steals, a couple blocks. I'm gonna start having to run my own cam- campaign for <laughs> first team all defense, but no, it's cool. I'm 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 really locked in on both sides of the ball, but you know where I'm really feeling comfortable and I feel like I'm excelling, making plays at the rim, taking the ball from people. I'm I'm, I'm doing my job and more on the defensive side, whether people want to pay attention to it or not. Did we do something wrong? I'm not campaigning, but I am campaigning. Are we? Be, did you guys get scolded for not paying enough attention to Jalen's defense? Is that what he's doing? I feel like that's what he's trying to say. Maybe he's this like, year. <laughs> why are you bringing up these questions? Like I've been doing this. That's the tough thing about defense is you expect it from this group, so you're not gonna 
overwhelm them with praise when they play great on that end mm. of the ball. And they have all year, I feel like. They haven't had many games, but they've slipped up there. The way they did last year, I mean, I was all over that to start last year, John. The defense wasn't the same. The intensity, the attention to detail on that end. feels like they're scheming more on that end, playing together more. They have a good group to play the style that they want to, and they're mixing it up again. I don't know if we talked that they broke into a nice zone look last game. Uh, with Stevens out there. They didn't do that tonight, but they have some different looks that they can go to. They press. I feel like that's another thing Holiday doesn't get much credit for is just how involved he is in the play calling and just managing the defense possession of possession because they were just relentless tonight. Um, how many turnovers? Did 21 for Orlando? Celtics never forced that many. So that's a big step for them. I feel like they're starting to do things game in and game out. And the steals. That- the steals were four- 14 steals, you know. They, they average – and that's another one is sometimes those turnovers are, as you said, forced turnovers or the other team just making mistakes. They 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 took the ball away 14 times tonight, which is a lot. Yeah, they're doing stuff we haven't seen them do this week. Free throws, 20 more tonight. Uh, they are passing the ball, 31 assists. And they started small with that, Bobby. Both they in the first we half. We haven't seen the, them do the that either. The free throw attempts were few, and the three point attempts weren't what they would normally be. And they got they got both of those numbers up in the second half. They kind of they just kept coming. Well, that's what I like about Stevens and Brissett tonight is they weren't just out there launching threes in the corner. They were playing to their strengths. It's Brissett especially that nice backdoor cut off Tatum to start his night. Uh, the cutting dunk. He's a cutter. That's his strength as an offensive player. And I know the Celtics don't do it a lot. They want guys spacing. They want guys shooting threes. But when you have a player out there who doesn't shoot threes well, you want him playing to his strengths. And that gave him confidence in this game. Me and Joe Sway were talking about just that pep in his step. Uh, he ran around and fouled a little bit after some of those nice runs he had, but at least he was playing with confidence and aggressiveness. You've compared him to Neesmith, John, and he admitted it tonight that like, he was but in his like own Neesmith? head. He was trying to play perfect. No, just the sort of things we've talked about with some of these bench guys over the years, that they have such small windows of opportunity that you miss a shot or two and you're done. And it's like, oh, my God, like I'm out of here if I make a mistake. Yeah. And he's talked about that all year. Uh, someone else talked about that recently, too, somewhere else in the league. I forget. But it's a problem with this team sometimes. And, you know, I didn't say it the other night, but I said it to Joe Sway at one point tonight. I didn't love Joe ruling these guys out. Like, yeah, it's, it's Luke, Sam, uh, Peyton, and, uh, you know, that's it. The other guys are just on the bench. Like, I actually what, don't I, love – I don't love either that – both that, Bobby, and referring to them tonight as the third the third unit. Oh, yeah, so that, I said it to Bobby. I was like, what? Tatum what calling, calling them the stay ready bunch. The stay or, ready crew. <laughs> It's like, are you guys trying to make these guys feel bad about themselves? Like they're already trying to build their confidence. They don't play a lot of minutes. Like, why do you have to keep pointing out that they're like not significant, you know, like, you know, and and not really part of what you're doing? Like, I, I don't get that at all. Yeah, it's like you, you know, know it, this motiv- this motivation can dip if you guys keep talking. About this, right? Like, <laughs> right, and it looked like it did, right? Shouldn't yeah. you be saying there's no? I mean, I don't want to go full Patriots here, like and be Belichick. Like, yeah, no job is guaranteed. Everybody earns their minutes. Like, why are you telling people you guys are all set? You're my right. guys, and you guys can't do because they're his guys. 
that yeah, but Tatum, make sense. Before the season before the season started, though, Tatum was 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 talking that uh that 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 Paul Pierce quote that he kept saying over and over that every single guy from one through fifteen, you know, you got to make sure right. that everyone's on the same page. You know, like pretty much saying he didn't say the name, but like freaking, you know, when they would go out to eat and stuff, Gabe Pruitt was there too. You know, like every single person mattered, and I I I take that message, or I think it's a stronger, it resonates better with the rest of the team uh, than than. You know, calling them the stay ready crew, and you're going to play once or twice a month, but stay ready. It's like, all right, <laughs> stay ready. I guess, I guess that's stay a compliment, ready. but I'll stay ready. Just stay ready. Chat, we need so you guys funny. to come up with something better, something better for those guys. <laughs> oh, I missed okay. it. it you said it, you said it so well, John. It was uh, bench with attitude <laughs> in 19, and now it's yeah. oh, yeah, crew. yeah, <laughs> stay ready. I forgot and about last that. year was BWA. last year was kind of. Last year was kind of cool too. Remember the bus one, uh, boys or whatever it was. Like that was, you know, yeah, that was the close bus, to the bus, state. Bus two, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that, that was close to the Blake. Yeah, no, and and Blake was great for raising those guys up. You know, they don't didn't have that this year uh, from him, and I feel like a lot of these guys got lost. Like you'd look at Lamar on the sideline up until he got in the game for the first time yesterday, and. It looked like he had pretty much given up, at least like body language wise, about ever getting in the game again. And like even after the game, Joe was like, Yeah, he wasn't part of the game plan, but Luke goes down and we just, you know, we just throw him out there. So I get it, right? Not every team's using 15 guys. And I agree with Joe that Luke and Peyton and Sam are on another level than this group that, you know, is a little one dimensional across the board. Like Hater's a rebounder, Brissett's a cutter, uh, Ban. Merely doesn't have a definable skill yet that really gets him in the game consistently. So those guys are all developing. They're all fighting to prove themselves. But maybe there's a matchup. I mean, you know, they kind of – I almost feel like in this game, John, they kind of accidentally walked into the way you have to play the Magic. Smaller, more flexible, more perimeter-based. They would have just played big against this team and tried to bang, you know, toe-to-toe with them again if they were fully healthy. Uh, but tonight they got some real active, smaller bodies out there that made them a little less predictable defensively. They were switching matchups a lot with the guys that were out there. And then offensively, you had some different skill sets as far as cutters go. I mean, they were ignoring Lamar, so he was just walking to the basket, catching and finishing. Same with Brissett. And those guys made good decisions out there. So maybe there's a night where you don't have energy. Maybe there's a night where you see a matchup potential for one of these guys and you know get them involved. And like Joe Sway said, that was Pierce's message to this team to start the year that everybody has to be involved in some way and to just sit out half the team and be like, yeah, if we're healthy, you guys are never playing. That's, yeah, I don't think that's right. Uh, back to the game, Bobby, other observations. Like I said, we went around the world a little bit, uh, but things that, things that popped for you. I was going to throw in Kata there. Good stuff from him. Fouling, though, you see the issue that's preventing him from getting out there consistently. He fouls out in 18 minutes. Uh, so that's a problem. He, he was very handsy he in the post. Yeah, yeah he, he fouled out. He fouled out last time, too. So. Yeah, so that's tough. But nice left-handed hook. A couple finishes late from Pritchard. And the Is rebounding. Blake still an option, Bobby? I'm looking in into March? that soon. I've been thinking in about March. that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Because you do have that 15th roster spot. Kada is on a two-way, so he can't play in the playoffs, and he's got 40-something games. So we don't know whether or not they're going to want him as part of the regular playoff rotation in order to elevate him to that 15th spot. So it's still open. You can't do buyouts because you're because of their ta- you know their cap penalties. Yeah. yeah. I think Blake's so, a great option. 
It's just so whether Blake he wants is to come sitting back. there as a potential option as another as one of those guys that you could do. Um, yeah. I think it's possible, right? He seems yeah, like the too. exact type of late, as you talked about. He's working out right now. Blue He's sort of out. guy there uh, around as much as like for 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 morale as much as he is for anything he's going to do on the court. But like yeah. everybody likes him, you know. He was such a positive force on the team last year. Maybe he'll come when seems, winter. When winter, this seems like a perfect Boston. fit. I feel like he would just really fit with this team. I mean, obviously he fit last year, but especially when uh, you know, nights uh, Porzingis can't go. Nights uh, like just like last year, uh, second night of back to backs for Al Horford. You plug him in, you feel, you know, he can take on 11, 12, 13 minutes and give you give you production, you know, seven and seven or something like that, some kind of stat line like that. Yeah, that's a story um, I've been meaning to look into. I find it super interesting. I that's do know pop last up year. I'm sure it will. Last year was okay. a challenge for him. You just saw what he went through to get ready for every game, and it was extensive. I mean, his body is taking a beat, it was to hard. say the least. Answering some super chat questions here before we wrap it here. Anyone wants to fire away, go ahead. But do, do we? Do you guys miss Marcus Smart? A little bit, but um, not in the basketball sense. If that makes sense. More, <laughs> more of the uh, to him. More, no, like the interviews and the the insight. You know, I feel like he kind of you uh, kind of let us let us know a little bit of what's going on between the guys and you know that that type of stuff. But I mean, well, what I mean by that also is that I'm not saying this team is missing him. You know what I mean? So. I, I I miss that energy, I guess, but I don't think this team misses uh, that role. I think it's been it's been filled properly. Oh yeah, we said it. Drew is exactly who you would have selected to step into that role, and I still believe that if they didn't get Drew, they'd really be missing that element. Um, but they got very fortunate with that deal for a number of different reasons. And the thing yeah. about Smart too is you're seeing the physical breakdown a little bit here too. It, it's it's becoming consistent the time he misses off the court with the ankles and stuff like that and that would have been tough for this team uh they've been relatively healthy boston has i mean it was just weird tonight john just the amount of absences that just flowed on them going into this game and luke's gonna miss a week here for zingas no real update on him joe was pretty tight-lipped about that pregame so that's not great i never like hearing about calves and this is obviously pr pretty similar to what he was dealing with late last mm -hmm. month so not great. Yeah, not great. Uh, my, my answer to the smart question, um, you know, and, and missing smart is just for me, it's just sentimentality. Like I, I you know, in, in the stuff that you guys mentioned for me, I, I, I hate parting with Boston athletes who love being part of uh, the Boston experience. And Marcus mm -hmm. was one of them. Yeah. Um, so like, like Marcus was one of those guys that like loved you back. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like he got he got it. He got what it meant. Like, and he enjoyed being here and he had a lot right. of pride. I hate getting rid of those guys because not everybody feels that way. So for right. that, right. for sure, um, yeah. that, that always gets me. I, I, and yeah, I hate the feeling of like, good point. Um, man, did you really, you know, like you, you do feel like you've like ripped somebody's soul out when you send them from a place that they really want to be. And Marcus was that guy for sure. I, the basketball, no, because I always thought just the inconsistencies just drove me crazy. And I didn't necessarily think that the, um, the, the, the good outweighed the bad. I think you're getting it. I think you're, I think everything that he brought that was good, you're getting it, but not nearly as much of the other stuff as well, which you would, you know, ride or die. And I just think the, the guard play has just been so much, uh, just been elevated this year. I don't know that they're missing him on the court. And I think they've got plenty of energy and plenty of leadership as well. So 
yeah. maybe not on the court, but I definitely missed the guy. Um, other, By the way, um, John Morant yeah. back Tuesday, and he could be as well. So maybe they'll turn around. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's he's a hard guy to not root for. I'm going to root for him everywhere he goes with Smart. Uh, no yeah. question about it. Same, same for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I do hope they turn it around there, and I'd like to see him have success. Um, other thoughts, guys, before we, uh, before we close the book? They better do it again on Sunday, man. I mean, that's really it. It's what we've been preaching, consistency. If they keep this thing going, 14-0 at TD Garden, that's a heck of a feat, if you ask me. Very impressive stuff. Yeah. I do think I'm a big fan of this Magic team. They got a little bit ahead of themselves coming into this one. You saw them at shoot around this morning, kind of bouncing around. <laughs> we own these yeah. guys. I talked to Cole mm. Anthony. Especially that Cole interview. I was going to say, yeah, good stuff, Bob. He didn't want to talk about the Eddie stuff, but he was like, yeah, we got the defense. You know, we, we know what we need to do against them. Mo Wagner, they cut him. That was disrespectful. You think that got – you think the Celtics – uh, this was part of it tonight because they did. They say anything in post game that made you think that like Jalen like, said this. He felt like this was the most important game of the year. Oh, okay. So he was he was extra motivated. Yeah. This and then and then when fun. Joe when Joe was asked about it, he said that I don't need to do it for those guys, but I guess I guess I do a little bit here and there. But so the way I took that is it's it's already happening. He kind of just throws in his two cents every now and then. So. And you said it, Josue. There was a physicality to Boston's game tonight. They got yeah, they got powered, outpowered last game, just in terms of uh, the you know physicality of the game. There's really no other way to say it. This game, right. the Celtics were much more physical. Brown you know what? unloading yeah. that dunk on Black. Speed is also physicality. You know, like yeah. it's yeah. if you can exert some level of your kind of physical dominance on another team, they just kind of ran them, ran them ragged all game long. And Trevor, thank you. We appreciate you too. Um, and so you're right. You, they were undersized a little bit, but you're right. They played aggressive and they played fast. Yeah. And you saw that through the game. They, the magic looked overpowered by that at times. And, yeah. you know, I said this to Joe Sway during the game. Tatum seems to have a – I don't know if it's the workouts from the summer or he's a little more fresh this year or what, but he has a little bit more burst going to the rim this year. I mean, he's being some guys off the dribble, which he hasn't always done, and that dunk, an he floated a while. It's an extra something. You're right. There's that little yeah. bang where he's getting there quicker. You're, you're 100% right. Yeah. And he's gone. <laughs> And he's and his, bo and his body to finish strong. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. The, the little, the little, you know. I think it's kinda, the footwork. The the peekaboo he did on on Wagner there, and uh, you know, oh, going yeah. to the left was beautiful. Before but he had time. a couple. I thought I I wonder if Tatum took a little personally because Isaac um, took him off his game a little bit last time they played. He got physical with him. Tatum had a tough time getting around him, and this time he was not fucking around at all. So Orlando got it. did nothing. He got it, and when Isaac was in the game, he got it, and he went at him, and he left him in the dust a couple of times. It was really impressive. Um, so, because I, I, I thought Isaac, I wouldn't say locked him up, but at times he did last game. Uh, he, yeah. he put a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, him and Mo, him and Mo were really effective last game, and those guys did nothing tonight. Yep, yep, amazing. Yeah, it took him out um, of the game. Yeah, amazing. A, a, a great game. I like I said, if they needed they this. Play, but it's just it's so good to see that this is in their repertoire. You you know, you always question whether it's a matter of choosing to play this way or hopefully this is part of an evolution. I, I mean and again personnel, at home, John. 
But it's not just that. It's the style that they played. Personnel can factor into it because you're down a couple of bigs. You know, you can run a little bit more. Um, you can't run and you can't play with this much pace when you're dragging a couple of, you know, either seven foot three guys or, you know, 37 year old guys along with you. Not to say that those guys aren't capable of, you know, pushing the pace a little bit. And Horford's certainly one of the most athletic guys you'll ever see, um, you know, at his age. But, right. um, but, you know, or if it's just a matter of their evolution, which is buying into that thing that we mentioned from Tatum the other night with the do less and be more um, thing. Are they getting that a little bit? Because tonight was one of those where it like looked like nobody cared if it was. I don't care if I score as long as we score. Uh, and that's how they were moving the ball around. I thought it was I thought it was beautiful. I like it. If they can keep yep. that going and be in a good place. You guys are in a good place right now. Um, and it's real. It's realistic. Okay, let's let's uh, plant that seed now. This is realistic. They can do this on the day on the nightly basis. All right. Yes. Have have expectate have high expectations, guys. It's okay. You 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 spend a lot of time and probably money following this team. It's okay to have high expectations, but also vote Jalen all defensive. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's sure a fan. Vote, but. I love how I love how he goes. Uh, you know. I should really start campaigning. I'm like, you you're doing it already. You're dude. doing I it. I think you I think you know this. You know yeah, what you're no doing. Doubt. There's no doubt. It's the it's it's been they've been they've really been, you know, the last couple of press conferences between Joe and Jalen didactic. Okay. They're really they're trying to they're they want to tell you guys what you don't know, you know? Right, right. And they're it's funny because they're teaching you. Like it's, I know you think the dunks are a big deal, but what really happened tonight was I was awesome on defense. You know, like, you know, I know you guys think assists is an important stat, but it's not. You know, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. You say that, Bobby. Remember when uh, there was a reporter who uh, I don't want to put his name out there, but it was a reporter who he, he mentioned the whole assist thing, and he goes, you know, there's a lot been said about you know the assists and all that. He goes, yeah, between you guys, he's like. All right, well, in the reporter room, I guess, there's been a lot said about us. It's like, you know, Joe kind of corrected Oh, no, right no, there. no. He was talking about the bench. He was saying, yeah, the, you know, the bench was a big production early in the year. Or assists. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, bench, bench production. Right, right. He's like, oh, well, between you guys, I'm like, between everyone, Joe, like Celtics fans, like everyone was kind of thinking, how thin is this bench going to be heading into the season? And man, they've, they've been, it's been impressive. Uh, I feel, I feel like sure. we haven't complained about the bench since October. It's unbelievable. They've just been so good. And that it's, was a big yeah. concern because because yeah. Horford's been playing very well and um and Hauser is a lock is a, is a is a rotational lock now you love his minutes we talked about it last game so yeah. really the bench swings mainly on whether Pritchard's hitting his shots or not you know like a good oh, yeah. bench day is when Pritchard's hitting them and or you get a single decent contribution from one of the other guys like a decent cornet game or one of the other guys if they get in there but for the most the stay part ready like, crew. How, the stay ready crew how often are you ever annoyed how often are you disappointed in either Horford or Hauser's performances almost never, never. so yeah, so right. seven deep you feel pretty good you're really quibbling over the eighth guy and maybe the eight to ten minutes the ninth guy might get in a game you know um yeah. right right well yeah well yeah no that's, that's that's true but also real quick I want to make sure I don't forget this one last point on Jalen though this is this is perfect I'm, I'm just figuring this out now because at the end of the season, if he doesn't get it, he's going to get the question, oh, do you think you were robbed? Or, you know, there's going to be a narrative out there that Jalen was robbed out of 
all uh, defense first team. And then maybe that way he gets second team. I don't know. We'll see. But he's, he's, we'll he knows what he's doing. It's good. He's, he's building. He's, uh, he's planting a seed in everyone's mind right now. Yeah. But the, the, the bench really turned right around the time. Like, Hauser started a teeny bit cold. As soon as he started heating up and making his threes and everything was good. But that happened, like, early. It, the, you just haven't really had an issue. I think, the, I think the bench issue was during that period where you were just – you were trying out different guys and our, the concern was like, none of them were really getting it during the yeah. period of time that poor Zingas was out for a little bit. So bad. Yeah. 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 was shooting 23%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. O'Shea went in. That was about it. And you're like, Oh God, this is really brutal. But yeah, uh, they've been good. They've been good. I hope and O'Shea like, sticks on. There, there's something else to tell when, when it's not, you got to start the conversation now. Jalen's got to start mm-hmm. that conversation now. Maybe he can get on a defensive team in the next couple of years, you know. But you got to start now. Oh, you're saying so? This could this could be for next year. So, oh, okay, or that. Who knows? Either way, knows? You're, 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 you got it's going to be on people's mind now because you you, now, you mentioned it. People will feel guilty for not voting for him this year. Then they'll have to vote for him next year. So you know he might be playing the long game on it. Yeah, oh, you sure. have to remind people. People don't talk about them as defenders, but they can be. I mean, we always talk about them as if they decided to be elite defenders, how how ridiculously good this team would be. And we've right. seen, you know, even going back two years ago into the Ime stretch for that second half, when those guys committed defensively, how ridiculous that team was Magical. the way that they were playing. Because they're so long and they're so – it was so hard to do anything. And obviously you had the Rob factor. But that, you know, you've seen it. Um, it can it can change the whole game when, when those guys are locked in. And we actually even said like part of one of the reasons they 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 they, they, they were inconsistent last year was that those guys kind of went away from their commitment to defense. They, you know. Oh yeah, it was awful at times last year. I thought they, they really really did not didn't lean into it at all. So yeah. No, that's that's so, yeah. been a big turnaround. Yeah. All right, Jalen Brown, Rookie of the Year. Get your votes in now. <laughs> and, uh, that's it that's all we got um sunday three o'clock is that right yep taylor swift at one celtics at three full sunday <laughs> just with that yes. one at joe last game the show's at taylor, one taylor swift um it's may might be attending the patriots game we're not sure Oh yeah, but she's not. You make a song. She's got like a halftime performance or something. No, no, but I mean, she's a draw. She's a bigger draw than anybody the Patriots are putting out there. Oh well, yeah. The, the way tickets conference. are, the way the tickets are looking, yeah, I'm sure people are gonna. All uh-huh. right, remember, guys, NFL action tomorrow. Set your fantasy lineups. Don't fall asleep on it. Jimmy, oh, and Bobby, true. Bobby, and I, and Jimmy, all in some first round matchups. Poor Joe Sway. One of us wasn't gonna make it, and it was him. It happened. So damn close. It was close. Close. Guy, guy didn't even think he was going to win that game. I know he did it until that last, it's that last right half. Now, it it's uh, when Toscano was here. We, the the CLNS uh, round one is Amit versus Bobby and me versus Jimmy right now. Um, <laughs> in round one, my team isn't that good, but I keep finding wins. Oh, so none of us. I, no, Amit's team is good. Oh, the rest man. of us, are, the rest of us are junk right now. I do have Purdy though. I love that. Yeah. So. Yeah, solid. Jimmy, anyway, Jimmy got it. Jimmy stole that last one. It's a tough one. Tough one. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks guys for hanging out. We appreciate you. We'll see you guys on Sunday with the full crew.
Um, the Stay Ready doing Crew. Doing the Garden Report. The yep, Stay, the stay ready, ready Crew. Maybe I'll have Nick do the game because I might have to do pass. Stay he's, ready, he's on the Nick. Stay Ready. Nick. He's on the Stay Ready Crew. <laughs> Nick and uh, who else? Who else jumps in from time to time? Guess just Nick. Nick's the Stay Ready Crew. <laughs> I'll ask. I'll ask anybody in the chat here if you guys have suggestions for who you would like to see sub in on the Garden Report from time to time. Let us know. Um, you know, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll think about it. If you have if you have any suggestions, <laughs> that that's because we, we, if he doesn't like it, then it's not gonna. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't you say I'm gonna do that's it. What you mean by think about it? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll think. I'll think about it. Our best five hosts are me, John, Josue, and uh, Jimmy. So when those five guys are there, Nick's not going to be on. He's just going to stay ready. No, he's no, just no. going to be ready. Well, we're never going to use Nick. Not if <laughs> we have to. You know someone's going to be like, oh, get a, get a Jeff Van Gundy or get you know Sam Cassell or something. We'll see, though. People want Judah. People want live callers. Oh, we used to do that. Yeah, that was something. One of these days, we're going to run a contest for the top five chatters to do a show. Yes. Yes, we are. So one of these days, but, but I don't know what it's going to be. Sherrod's a good one. There you go. Oh, we owe a couple of shout outs, Josue. This guy, Alex, really wanted us to show Yo, great um, From Dover, New Hampshire? I think. I'm Ron Burgundy? Yeah, uh, he did say that. No, no, no. Dover, Massachusetts. I think, Massachusetts. Uh, Why did I say that? Like Hazel's said hey at the show at the uh garden tonight so always say hi if you if you see us out there and yeah he saw us uh what was he on the third row he was pumped man he saw first he saw me he was like where's bobby i'm like man that dude was stuck in traffic this was a uh, last game two nights ago that was crazy to do it. we weren't even we getting to do that. it we i had my traffic it. moment oh you did i would have i would i would ask <laughs> i would have kess and dudley for sure man, that'd be a fun show kess. Kess was right. Kess was right about the Brad thing, way back when. <laughs> Adamantly. <laughs> Yo, shout out to uh, shout out to Vinny from Boston, uh, who I hopped into Uber and immediately as soon as I walked into Uber, I hop in. He goes, Joe Sway Pavone, and I'm just like, <laughs> and then it took me about five seconds. And I was just like, oh, I go Celtics fan. He goes, Yo, I love you. I love what you guys do. So I appreciate that, man, Vinny. That's not awesome. Long way, man. Thank you. I uh, like I said, I don't get recognized. I don't get recognized because you don't go out, John. Actually, you know what? No, you do, but I feel like it's the—it's either the demo or it's the the, the location. I don't know. Are you in Boston, Boston? I don't know if you're in Boston. Like, I think that's where it is, man. Like, uh, yeah. For me, nine times out of ten, it's in it's in like the city, like Boston, Boston, not just like one of those, not Quincy or something, you know. The Newton Mass over forty crowd. I don't think uh, I don't think knows we exist, so I don't get I don't get recognized a ton. I bet you the the kids will recognize you. One of them. I've, I've some of the kids have recognized me before. Yeah, yeah that's how it usually for, is. For sure. See that um, see the teenager right. or like someone in like their late twenties or something. So yeah. <laughs> no, my neighbor's kids, but that's about you know, it's funny actually. Um, but yeah, no, you guys are stars. You guys are rock stars everywhere you go. You guys are you guys are like you know, you guys are you know, global, you know. Every city it, you go in, people, I think yeah. it happens. I was just gonna say, I think it happens more on the road because like for those guys, they don't have the local stuff, so they, they, they come to us right after a game, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that is good. Um, all right, thank you guys for uh, for uh, for hanging out with us tonight. Like we yeah, said, we're back on Sunday. Yep, and uh, it's uh, who is it? who do we got Sunday? Magic. These guys. I don't know why you took it down. Might as well leave it up. 
Oh no, they got Bruins tomorrow. That's what. Yeah, we're heading upstairs, Joe Sway. All right. Oh yes, you did show up. The BSC now closed, and that's right, you did um, at the gym. That is correct. <laughs> you did see that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for pointing out. I need a new how gym. Many, how many times? How many questions did he have to say before you? You were like, wait, what? Where did I know you from? Like, how did that go? How was the exchange? I need a new gym. Is all I need. <laughs> That's what I need. Equinox is too friggin' expensive. My God. Yeah, it sounds expensive. Rappers talk like about Equinox. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, all right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Start thinking about which of you is going to co-host uh, one of these days. It's not going to be Judah. Sorry, buddy. Um, maybe it is. We'll see. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys about that and uh, the game uh, Sunday afternoon. 